Oh my goodness, I'm so happy that it's Monday and I love that we get to share this time together. Mondays are my favorite day of the week if you are new here. I just love them. I love waking up on a Monday morning, recording this podcast and getting it out there for you guys. Um, I love Mondays because they give us a chance to sort of choose our goals, reset our intentions, and really just a new opportunity to get after it this week and sort of set our intentions going into the rest of the week. Right now, I'm actually just sitting on my couch and the window is open, so I'm sorry if you hear people on the street or birds or anything like that, but I don't know. I kind of like the window being open and I like that sort of background white noise. I think it's really pleasant. Um, And yeah, I'm just sitting here and I have like three different candles lit. I have my diffuser going with some tangerine essential oils. So my home smells nice and fresh and bouncy. And I'm drinking a coffee with frothed milk on top. (laughs) I got a milk frother for my birthday and I'm just so obsessed with it. It's just, it's everything. Like once you add frothed milk to your coffee, you've forever changed the game. So wherever you are right now, um, I encourage you to just take a moment with me right wherever you are. If you're walking down the street, if you're at the grocery store, if you're in your car, if you're doing your dishes, or if you're just, you know, bumming around your apartment, let's just take a moment to sort of bring ourselves together and take a few deep breaths. So I encourage all of you to take a deep breath in. And out with a sigh. (sighs) And in again. And out with a sigh. (sighs) I know that we are living in such a bizarre time right now. And something as simple as taking a few deep breaths is really important for transferring you over from that flight or flight response and over into our parasympathetic tone, which is rest and digest. Because taking deep breaths um, activates the vagus nerve. Um, It acts right upon it by sort of stimulating it, by stretching and expanding uh, your thoracic cavity. So it's actually a real thing that taking deep breaths works. And I just sort of wanted to do that because I know that things are crazy. (laughs) I haven't talked to you guys as just the crazy beautiful life in almost a whole month. Actually, yes, a whole month. The last time I spoke to you guys as just crazy beautiful life was March 2nd and today is April 6th. Crazy, right? Um, Last month, all of the episodes were dedicated to the estrogen empire. If you guys didn't listen to those episodes, I strongly encourage you to They are extremely informative and they contain a lot of really important information about just being a woman and being a female or having female anatomy and some of the different anatomical and psychological ailments that can occur and that occur in higher prevalency of those with uh, female anatomy. The Estrogen Empire was part of a final project for me. Um, My professor proposed that we do a social media assignment in replacement of our final paper for the course. Now, obviously, when my prof mentioned this, I instantly thought, oh yeah, a podcast. I'm totally doing a podcast um, instead of writing a 15-page paper. 
I thought it would be a wee bit easier. However, I put so much time and effort into those episodes in terms of campaigning for them, um, doing all of the research, and just making sure that the episodes were super information dense, but also um, super listener friendly without using too much medical jargon or being bizarre. So the paper would have been 15 pages. um, And then I decided to do the podcast and it ended up being 42 pages of notes, which was crazy, but I wouldn't have had it any other way. You guys responded so well to the estrogen empire. I got so many new followers um, and I have so many people sending me DMs about like questions and stuff that they have. So from that, I've kind of been able to grasp that a lot of women have a lot of questions when it comes to feminine health and they aren't really sure where to look for them or they're not sure what they should believe online um so because of that I think I am going to continue the estrogen empire in the future uh just because it is such uh an important thing so many women need to be more informed and it's hard to be informed online um the estrogen empire is always uh supported by evidence-based research peer-reviewed articles and uh, medical research papers so I can assure you guys that the information that you are getting is true and real and I'm not trying to sell you any sort of products so I'm definitely going to continue the estrogen empire in the future but today I just wanted to take a wee bit of a break and just give you guys an update and just really chat with you guys like a lot of you listeners are some of my closest friends some of my um, best friends some of my friends from work some of my friends from life some of my friends from my hometown um, and then a lot of you guys don't actually know me at all but we have sort of come to know each other through Instagram and through the Facebook page and just through the crazy beautiful life community and I truly feel like all of you listeners are my friends <laughs> whether you know me in my personal life or not um, so I did want to do just a wee bit of an update usually I have pages and pages of notes for what I want to cover what I want to talk about. Um, But today I really just sort of wanted to go with the flow and, you know, drink my coffee and have a wee conversation with you guys because so much has changed in such a short amount of time. And I just can't believe everything that's happening. So I think maybe by me voicing what's going on in my life and all the things that have happened in my life, it might help some people realize that maybe they're not alone. Um, It might be comforting to hear that someone else is going through the same things. It may be helpful if we can chat about what people are doing in this situation in the Facebook group. I would absolutely love that because for a lot of things happening right now, I'm just super lost and confused and I just don't know what to do. So yeah, I guess we'll sort of just do a wee bit of update about my life and then we can talk about some of my perspectives um, about the coronavirus and just things that we can do or just perspectives in general. So as you guys know, at the beginning of each month, I like to critically reflect on the previous month. So I ask myself at the each each uh, month when I put up the first podcast of the month, ask myself these four questions and I answer them for you guys. So the first question is, what is one thing you accomplished this month? One thing that I accomplished this month was completing my placement. I'm so happy to have completed my placement. Obviously, I'm also really sad. Um, I became quite close with a lot of the participants in the 
nature that I really cared for them. Um, I really loved working with them. They're really, really sweet individuals. And I really just gained such an appreciation for people who work with those with um, both physical and mental disabilities or exceptionalities. So it was really sad to go, but I am happy that I managed to check that off the list Um, because it freed up a lot of space for me in March. And then also everything that happened with Corona. (laughs) So I sort of got my placement hours just done just in the nick of time. So that is one thing that I accomplished this month. Number two is what is the best day of the month? Now, I probably should be saying that the best day of the month was my birthday, which was March 15th. But I was incredibly hungover on my birthday. I thought I was going to die. I was having such an incredibly rough go. Um, so the best day of my of the month was actually the 14th, the day before my birthday. Um, I went home to spend the weekend in Camelford and then um, Danny joined me as well and we had a surprise party for my sister. She had no idea. We invited a bunch of our friends to the bowling alley and the bowling alley in my hometown is honestly a bop. Like it's so much fun. They have such good drinks and you know that you're probably going to see most of your friends there. Um, It's just a really good time. It's a very small town thing, but it's great. So we invited a bunch of my sister's friends to the bowling alley without her knowing and then we went to the bowling alley and she showed up after everyone was there and we surprised her with cake and cupcakes and flowers and it was just a wee bit of a congrats party because my sister is graduated from paramedics now um and she also got a full-time job so we just sort of wanted to celebrate her graduation and her starting her career so we did that which was really sweet and then after when we were at the bowling alley we walked down to the arena um, because one of my close friends was having the jack and jill for her wedding it was actually so much fun because as you guys know my life has sort of moved to toronto i've been in toronto for the last five years and I love it here. I really do. Um, but my where my heart is, where my heart truly is most happy and truly thrives is in my hometown. I love the people in my hometown, the friends that I have, the friends that I have from different avenues, whether it be from playing rugby, whether it be from jazz, elementary school, musical theater, um, high school, sports. It's just really going home is really special. And since I don't go home that much, it was really nice to just sort of see all of these people who I haven't seen in so long. I'm talking years, you guys, all in one place. And I was just filled with so much love and so much alcohol. (laughs) But I was just filled with so much love and just to see everyone and chat with everyone and see what everyone was up to was amazing. So that was probably the best day of the month by far was just that evening and celebrating with my family and celebrating my sister and then seeing a whole bunch of people that I love and care for so much. Um, So yeah, that was a really fun day. And then number three is, did I achieve any of my resolutions this month? This month I actually achieved a pretty cool resolution, something that I've really been working towards and something that I didn't think would be possible until the summer. Um, But I've paid off my credit card in full Um, felt really good. It was a long time coming. I never want to let myself get to the financial situation with my credit card that I was in again. Um, But yeah, I just had a lot of things to pay for like back to back and my credit card just took a serious 
serious hit. I applied to physio schools with my credit card, which was like a lot of money. I spent nearly a thousand dollars. Um, I had to get my teeth fixed. As you guys know, I had an emergency root canal, which was incredibly expensive. Um, so I had to pay for that. I had to pay for a CPR course. It was just a lot of things one after the other going onto my credit card and it was not a good time. So I'm really happy to have achieved that goal this month of paying my credit card in full. And what is something that I can work on or improve going into next month? Next month, something that I really, really, really want to improve on is just staying on a better schedule. With everything that happened this month, my schedule was completely thrown out of whack and I just don't really thrive well when I don't have a schedule. I really need a schedule to, you know, stay on my shit, stay on the grind, um, you know, keep going with my crazy beautiful life and this month just I'm sure as all of you guys have experienced, my schedule was thrown out the window and it really impacted my sleeping. I was going to bed at like one or two in the morning every single night and waking up. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was so rude. Um, <laughs> and waking up around like nine or 10. And I know that waking up around nine or 10, like really isn't that bad, but it's just not how I feel most productive and most put together. Um, so that is something that I really need to improve on going into this month. So going into the month of April, I know that there is just a lot of weird stuff happening. There's a lot of ambiguity. There's a lot of unknowns. Um, and I'm feeling that now more than ever. If you guys remember, like literally a few weeks ago, I'm going to actually pull it up on my Spotify to see when I posted that episode. I posted an episode called Prepping for the Chaos and how I sort of prep for final exams and everything like that. Um, because usually around April, my life as the lives of many other students just sort of goes crazy. And I feel like posing that episode was such a level of foreshadowing because I knew that my life would be chaotic, but I didn't know it would be like this. Like I, I really didn't know it would be this freaking chaotic because this is just, it's just insane. I, I just can't believe everything that's happening. I can't believe that this is what we're dealing with. Yeah. So I posted prepping for the chaos on February 26th. Um, I feel like that was a lot of foreshadowing. So let's talk about this, this past month. Um, this month was started as it normally does. I was working, volunteering, going to school, doing placement and working both my jobs still. Um, and then I was preparing to go home for my birthday weekend. Like I mentioned, we were having a party for my sister and then I was going to a Jack and Jill and it was my birthday. So I want to go home to be with my family and, um, my grandma and I have the same birthday. So I always see my grandma on our birthday. I love my grandma so much. So yeah, the month just started as your typical month. I was getting ready for midterms, um, and just sort of preparing for gearing up for finals. I was really working on my research project with my advisor. We were really grinding it out. We had a lot of really good things going. And then it was Friday the 13th was coming up. 
my roommates and I were doing our typical routines of, you know, Mondays, we would study, do laundry, uh, do, do yoga. And then in the evenings, Danny would pick us up from yoga and we would go do groceries and then we would come home and have dinner together. Um, we were just really on our grind, really in our routines and in a very, very comfortable place. And then the week of Friday the 13th happened and um, we started actually with a full moon. We ended with a Friday the 13th and I don't believe that that is a coincidence in any way, shape or form. Um, and I actually went out for lunch that week with one of my good pals from Patagonia and we were just sort of talking because the news was starting to get a wee bit crazier with the coronavirus Um and there was just a lot of uncertainty. So on the 13th, I finished work and I headed, was packing up to head home. And my roommate sort of said, like, you should bring a wee bit more because I think that this is going to go crazy. Like just looking at the news and stuff like that, I think this is going to go crazy. Then my university announced that they were moving everything online for the remainder of the semester, not for the next two weeks. Like a lot of other universities said, um, U of T automatically said for the remainder of the semester, and then they didn't give a disclosure about exams at that time. So I, I packed a few things, but I was really anticipating that I would come back on like Monday or Tuesday because I had to work on Wednesday at the clinic. So Friday the 13th, I headed home and then I had the weekend at home with my family. And then come um, Monday, there was a wee bit of talk with my, with my clinic job about what was going to be happening, whether we would be remaining open, whether we would be closing. And then Patagonia announced that they would be closing for two weeks. And then shortly after that, um, the clinic that I work at announced that we would be closed for two weeks and we would all be temporarily, but indefinitely laid off of our positions. So I was planning on coming back on Monday or sorry, on Wednesday or Tuesday or whatever, um, because I had to work on Wednesday at the clinic. So I needed to come back one of those days. Um, and then I sort of realized like, oh my God, I don't have work. I don't have school. I don't have volunteering. I don't have placement. I don't have anything. I can actually just stay at home. So my roommate who I live with here in Toronto, she is actually from Peterborough, which is pretty close to the hometown that I'm from. So we actually carpooled and we came up to the city because we needed to prep our home to be empty for what we thought would be about two weeks, which was what like all of my employers were telling me we're going to close for two weeks, blah, blah, blah. Um, so we came here and we really did prep the house for being vacant for a wee while, you know, locked all the windows, closed all the windows. We took out all of the garbages, cleaned out the fridge, brought home whatever groceries that were still good. Um, and you know, got rid of things that were going to go off while we were away for those two months. Sorry, it's first thing in the morning, so my voice sounds like a frog. And I just sort of grabbed whatever clothes I needed. I grabbed whatever schoolwork I needed. I knew that I would just be sort of sitting at home, so I didn't really bring anything special. I just brought, you know, a lot of sweatpants, a lot of tracksuits, tracksuit are not invited, um, and threw it all in a suitcase and got a few of my other favorite things like my essential oils, my tarot cards, um, and just sort of anything that I thought that I would need while I was home, my camera, things like that, and I headed home. And at that time, my sister was still working at the eye doctors. However, then our president or pr president, our prime minister announced that 
all non-essential businesses were ordered by the government to close. So my sister's work closed. My brother's girlfriend, um, her work closed. My dad's not working. My mom's work closed. So next thing you know, every single person who lives in my home, which would be myself, my two brothers, my sister, my brother's girlfriend, my sister's boyfriend, and my two parents. So there's um, eight of us plus our two dogs. So there's a lot of us in this house, which is fine. I love it. So then it was just sort of all of us home and not working and it became really fun really fast. We were doing at-home workouts in the basement. We hauled out some old barbells and some old plates and things that we had. We started doing a lot of blogilates. I love blogilates. When I was in the best shape of my life, uh, sort of around like grade 11, grade 12, I was just doing blogilates. I swore by blogilates. I had blogilates merch, uh, blogilates yoga mat. I saved up my money so that I could buy blogilates stuff. So yeah, we just sort of started doing a lot of at-home workouts, playing outside with my dogs, going for walks and runs down our road. We live on a single lane dirt road in the middle of the country so we were fine you know going outside and being active uh working out in the backyard we started doing a lot of little projects like plants and propagating different plants that we had and my brother and his girlfriend started their veggie garden that they do each year and they put a lot of work into it they do everything right they do germination they do everything um and it was it was really fun we did a paint night we were watching movies every night, horror movies. Actually, one movie that we watched, it was crazy if you guys like horror movies. It's called As Above, So Below. It was easily the scariest movie that I could have ever watched in my life. <laughs> um, but you guys should watch it. It's insane. It's about the, the catacombs in France, but it's a horror movie. So buckle up. Um, but yeah, things were okay. You know, obviously it was weird and strange for me to go from my life being completely insane to not having a single thing to do in a day, not having a single person to answer to, a single place to go. Um, and I was kind of loving it. I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of people were really struggling with isolation and with quarantine, but I personally was thriving. Like I I can't remember the last time I had no responsibilities. I can't remember the last time that I got to focus on nothing but studying. I got to focus on nothing but school and the the things that I want to focus on. So I was really enjoying um, quarantine. I really was. And although it's sort of different, I hate being away from my roommates. That was really unfortunate. It was really nice for me to just be at home with my siblings and just sort of feel like we were kids again. Like we were having dinner as a family together every night. We made funnel cake really spontaneously one night in my brother's deep fryer. Um, my mom and I made dinner for everyone one night. My sister made dinner for everyone one night. All my siblings and I are adults. I'm actually the youngest. Um, but it was just really nice to be there with our dogs and just laugh and play and be creative and do different things um, and paint. And my sister and I made, made uh, track suits. We did the tie-dye track suits, which I'm obsessed with. I'm actually wearing it right now. Um, but yeah, it was just really nice to be home. But obviously, I knew that that feeling wouldn't last forever. Um, I'm super honest in this podcast, and I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I received a letter from University of Toronto announcing that I had been rejected from the master's 
of physiotherapy program. This was something I knew was inevitable. I wasn't super hopeful that I would get accepted to U of T, but I decided to, to apply anyways. I have incredible professional experience. I have really good marks, um, but I also have to work to pay for my education. So I can't imagine how high my marks would be if I didn't have to work seeing what I can achieve while I do have to work, if you guys know what I mean. Um, so I sort of was prepared to not get accepted to U of T, but just sort of receiving that letter was confirmation. And I know a lot of people don't talk about getting rejected or people don't talk about, um, it's embarrassing for sure. It sucks, but I am very honest in the crazy, beautiful life that I'm a normal person going through a normal life. And part of that is not getting into university. And I have no shame in letting you guys know that that was the unfortunate reality for me this time around. Um, it sucks. It really sucks. But Life happens, things happen, and you just sort of roll with the punches. So I got that rejection letter, which was pretty unfortunate. And then I still have to hear back from Dalhousie and Queen's University. I applied to both of those programs as well, and I have not heard neither an acceptance nor a rejection. So what I'm assuming is they're going to wait for my final marks of this semester so that puts a lot of pressure on me to do super well this semester. So I'm really trying my best. Um, but shortly after I received that message, I also received a message from the university that our convocation was canceled. It was not postponed. Um, it was canceled. And like I thought I wasn't excited about graduation until I got that message. And I just thought that the way that the university handled that, I'm sorry if you can hear my stomach grumbling, I haven't eaten yet. Um, anyways, I thought that the way the, the university handled that was honestly pretty pathetic. Um, you know, I've been here for five years, I've paid like 50 something thousand dollars in tuition, not even counting for cost of living, rent, all of those things. Um, and the fact that they just can't like flat out canceled our graduation and did not postpone it, I think is incredibly unprofessional, pathetic, and just not okay on all accounts. I understand that it is really hard to completely move spring convocation to a different time of year, but I also understand that our students are paramount and recognizing our students' achievements is really important. A lot of students um, started a petition to postpone instead of cancel convocation, and because of that, the university has decided that they will offer a virtual convocation and they will come up with a celebration for us at a later time. But we're not having a formal convocation where you get your diploma, you wear the gown, you take photos on front campus with your family, um, you walk to convocation hall, walk across the stage. We're not going to have that. And in terms of the, vir the virtual convocation, sorry, but I'm not attending. I'm not sitting on my laptop and being congratulated for, you know, five years of hard work via like virtual screen sorry I'm yawning um like I'm just not doing that I'm I'm literally not doing that so that was two things that really sort of sucked 
And then another thing that happened was one of my best friends actually moved back from the East Coast. I haven't seen her in almost a year. I was so excited for her to come back and literally just run and give her the biggest hug. Um, And now I can't even see her. And then I applied to a few different professional jobs, all of which have responded saying that they are no longer hiring in lieu of everything that is happening. So that sucks. As a recent graduate, I cannot currently get a job in my field unless I want to write the arcane exam in April and then immediately start working in the hospitals. And that's just not something that's possible for me right now. I can't write the registered kinesiologist exam until September just because I cannot be writing that exam while I am doing my other final exams. It's just not going to work. And I probably think that that arcane exam has been canceled. I wonder. I should probably look into that on the CKO website. Anyways, um, so that was some shitty news. Then my summer job, which is sort of, uh, if I didn't get a professional job, I would go back to working on the boats with my friends. I was getting really excited to just go back to the boats, be with my friends, have a summer of going to the islands, going to the beach, uh, just being on the boat late at night with all my pals singing, dancing. Honestly, you guys, the boat experience is such a unique experience and you truly do become so close with all of the people that you work with and I love the my friends from the boats like the servers the girls the guys the deckhands I just love them all and I was getting really excited to be with them again and see them again and then our company released a statement that they were postponing the season Our usual startup date is May 1st, and they just said that they are postponing in accordance with government orders, um, and that would be that, and we don't know what's going to happen, and we're not starting maintenance, and we're just not starting our season, and that was something that really sucked as well, because all of those people are so close, Um, a lot of them are my really close friends, And just knowing that we won't get to be able to, you know, like be on our boats and watch the sunset from the lake and laugh about stupid things, like really stupid things, you guys, and cry about stupid dramas and just be together. Like that's something that was really unfortunate. Um, One of the conferences that I was supposed to speak at was canceled. I was supposed to speak at the National Undergraduate Research Conference about narrative medicine and postpartum depression. Um, That was canceled. That was something that I was looking forward to. And then I was also supposed to do another talk. I've only told a few people about this one because it was very preliminary and it was something that I had arranged to speak And it was a TED Talk, like a TEDx. So not one of the huge, huge, huge TED Talks. It was a TEDx. So that was something I was really looking forward to. And just having the opportunity to speak at an event like that. Everyone knows what a TED Talk is. And be able to deliver that um, was something that I was incredibly excited about. And to sort of have that canceled and taken away from me without postponement is really freaking unfortunate and just a really shitty feeling to have. Um, And yeah, then something else that I applied for 
this month was the uh, G20 summit, which is the girls 20 summit. Um, I applied to be can, uh, Canada's delegate to represent Canada in Saudi Arabia at the G20 summit. Um, and I have since been informed that that summit has been canceled. So a lot of the things that I was looking forward to, goals that I was working towards, um, they've just been completely eradicated and canceled and not won't, not happening anymore. So that's when this sort of, oh my God, this is awesome. I have so much free time to study sort of changed pace a wee bit. And oh my God, this is insane because now if I don't have a summer job, I'm not going to continue living in the city and paying rent. I will not be able to pay my rent without my summer job. I can apply for some of the emergency response funding and EI that is being offered currently by the Canadian government. Um, and I think they're doing a really good job. I think that they need to do more for the students. Um, however, I can't stay in Toronto if I don't have a job. There's no point. Um, but I'm tied to my lease until August. And I really do want this to clear up because I really was so looking forward to having a good summer with my roommates. My roommates and I have all become so close. They are my sisters. I was looking forward to days on the island, days in Trinity Bellwoods, going to St. Lawrence Market, going to Kensington, um, pedestrian Sundays, just going to the park and just being with my pals, sailing. I was so looking forward to sailing this summer. I was going to go back to um, keelboat racing this summer. I didn't have time last summer just because of work and everything, but that was something that I wanted to prioritize this summer because it's something that I really enjoy. So I was looking forward to that and it just, it just sucks because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where I'm going to be in September like before I didn't know where I was going to be in September. Now I really don't know where I'm going to be in September. The possibility of me moving back to my hometown is pretty high at this time. Um, but that's obviously not what I want to do. I want to get a job in my field. I want to be a yuppie in the city. I want to get into physio, first of all. That's paramount. Um, that's like my number one priority is to get into physio. But if I don't, where am I going to be? Because if I get into physio, then that means I'll either be moving to the East Coast or I'll be moving to Kingston. If I don't get into physio, I can either stay in Toronto and work and be a professional here, continue volunteering and continue building my application for physio next year, or I can move home and maybe try and buy a car, get a job um, somewhere near my hometown where I can drive to and from and also build my professional portfolio but it's not as easy to build my professional portfolio out in the boonies as it is in the city um you guys know i work with patagonia patagonia is a phenomenal company and i don't want to leave that company um they are doing such amazing things for environment social justice climate all of those things and i really want to be part of that and i don't want to move home and give up my position with such an incredible company. Um, I also work in women's health right now in perinatal care, which is the exact field that I want to work in. And I don't want to give up that opportunity. I don't want to give up that job. Uh, it's building my portfolio. It's working in my field. Um, I just don't want to do that. And then also in terms 
of some of the big goals that I'm working towards right now, it's easier for me to work towards those things while I'm in the city and I have, you know, a lot of resources sort of at my disposal, have a lot of people I can reach out to, different creators, different people to collaborate with. Um, And I just can't do the same things that I want to do in my hometown. So I'm like hypothesizing maybe living in both places if I can sort of work something out where maybe I don't have a permanent residence here or maybe I do but it's cheaper like I just I don't know you guys I just I truly don't know I don't know what is going to happen with my life and that is just so bizarre and I know that it's really important to just take each day as it comes and that's what I'm really trying to focus on is just dealing with things as they come up as of right now I'm still capable of paying my rent I'm still capable of of living here and and doing that Um, but I don't know how long I will be able to do that for I don't know how long my money's going to last. I do have my money budgeted pretty well, but I budget my money in the event that I start working full-time in May. I do that every year, um, and now I'm not going to be starting working full-time in May or possibly June or possibly July. It's just a really bizarre time, and I know I'm not unique in having this sort of ambiguity of the future and not knowing, and I know Also that sometimes when I post these things on Instagram, people think that I think like, oh, woe is me and boo-hoo, but I don't. I fully understand that so many other people are in the same boat as me right now and are going through the exact same thing. So if that is you and you just sort of want to talk about it in the Facebook group and vent and get things out, please do because it's important for me to know what other people are going through and also how other people are dealing with these things. Um, so yeah, that's just sort of everything that's been happening and all of the things that I've been dealing with and the mental complexes and the decisions that I've been working with, um, because I do have big decisions to make right now, but I, I do have to wait until I hear back from my physio schools and just determine what the frig is going to happen with my life because I genuinely don't know. And I know a lot of other people don't know. So yeah, something that I am fortunate for is having this online platform where I can chat with you guys. And also that makes me a wee bit of money on the side. And as soon as exams are done, I'm going to ramp up my YouTube again. I've taken almost an entire year break. I didn't even manage to get my birthday video up this year, which sucks. Um, I post a video every single year on my birthday I have posted 20, 22 things I would tell my younger self, um, 21 things I've learned in 21 years. I always post a birthday video, and this year I didn't manage to do that, so you guys can definitely guarantee that as soon as my final exams are over, I am going to be posting my 23 things video now that I'm 23, and I think you guys are really going to love it. Um, But I am going to be focusing on my social media platforms. Um, One, as a means to do what I want to do and express what I want to express and work on the projects that I want to work on, but also as a means for generating a wee bit more revenue for myself um, because... I don't have that much right now. (laughs) So yeah, that's just sort of what's been going on. In terms of like my daily 
things. Um, in the last week, I would say, the last like 10 days, I haven't been that great at um, exercising, but I'm getting back on that train. I'm getting back on waking up early, having my morning coffee, having breakfast, uh, working. I've been using the timer on my phone to set time frames when I should be studying and when I can take a break. So I'll set like a two-hour timer and during that two hours, the only thing that I'm doing is studying. It's been weird for me studying at home. I pretty much only study at the library. Um, But I guess actually I didn't mention. I came back to the city yesterday, I think, or the day before that. Yesterday. Because studying at my home in Camelford was just not working. We have the world's slowest internet. And I wasn't able to load any of my modules, any of my practice quizzes. I wasn't able to watch any of the studying videos. I wasn't able to rewatch my lectures. I wasn't able to run any code uh, for my stats class. So I had to make the really tough and unfortunate decision to come back to the city. I did all of my groceries in my hometown where there is knock on wood, not a single case of coronavirus yet. I will not be going absolutely anywhere in this damn city because it is full of coronavirus. So yeah, I came back. I did groceries in my hometown and I came back and I'm only hopefully only going to be here until my exams are over and then I'm going to go back home. I sobbed when I came back. Um, To be completely honest with you guys, I was an emotional mess. I love being home with my siblings and my dogs and my family and we were just having a lot of fun and I was just really getting into the routine of set a timer, study, break for lunch, set a timer, study, break for dinner and then um, do yoga or a blog a lot of use video with my sister and her boyfriend and then watch a movie. We literally watched a movie like every night. My sister is my best friend in the entire world and we were just having a lot of fun together. So it sucked having to make the decision to leave and go from a house full of eight people to come back to Toronto where it is just Danny and I. So it was really hard. I'm not going to lie, but I knew I had to do what I had to do. So now that I'm back here, I'm definitely going to be using the timer app again to set timers and study within those timers. I'm going to be taking breaks when my timers are up to eat healthy food. I have a lot of really good groceries here, so that's going to be paramount in keeping me healthy and just keeping me on the grind. And I'm also going to make sure that I do yoga at nighttime and keep up with my mobility and all of that fun stuff. Wow, yeah, so that's just sort of the things that have been happening In terms of my perspectives with the coronavirus, I don't think that this is a blessing in any way, shape, or form. Um, I know that there are a lot of people online being like, you know, we needed this to happen and we really needed all of this to wake us up to, you know, being present and wake us up to the environment and all of this, that, and the other. Um, And unfortunately, like, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think the coronavirus is a blessing in any way, shape, or form. There are people who are losing their lives, people who are young, middle-aged, elderly. There are extreme, extreme economic impacts. Um, People's RSPs are absolutely plummeting. People's 
savings are going down, the housing market, people's homes are losing their value. Um, it's, it's just not good. The economic impacts are just not good. And a lot of people's mental health is really declining right now. A lot of people don't deal well with being in uh, social isolation and lacking sort of that physical contact with others. Um, and yeah, I don't think that this is a blessing, but I do think that the coronavirus is giving us a opportunity to change in the future. One thing that I think we can all take from this is um, our perspective on exercise. I think that a lot of people are now recognizing that exercise is a lot more than going to a gym, picking up heavy things and putting them back down. I think a lot of people have realized that exercise can just be sort of incorporated into your activities of daily living, whether that be gardening, taking your dogs for a walk, playing outside with your dogs, going for a walk with your partner, going for a jog with your partner, um, doing different activities outside, doing different renos and activities indoors. I think a lot of people have realized that physical activity, um, in order to be sustainable, it needs to be just part of your daily life it just needs to be part of the things that you do um so I think that's something that a lot of people have realized and another thing that I think that we can sort of take from this whole thing is that likely if you are someone who goes to the gym a lot or does spin or um does yoga frequently or I really like body pump that's one of my favorite classes if you are someone who goes to the gym this stimulus is likely different than your body has experienced in a very long time so I think all of us are going to see changes in our body whether they be changes that we deem as positive whether we see changes that they that we deem as negative I think all of us are going to experience a change in our bodies right now and I think we just have to really be accepting of those changes and really work with those changes so if you're someone who solely does strength training and you are seeing that you know your muscles are maybe not as defined as they once were they're losing a wee bit of mass that's possible um maybe you're doing a lot of home-based workouts a lot of pilates a lot of hit a lot of cardio and you are seeing a reduction in fat in fat um composition or adiposity um, or maybe you just can't keep yourself motivated and working out at home just isn't for you and maybe you're seeing a wee bit higher fat composition than something that you typically like. Maybe you are noticing that because you're not as active as you once were, you have to sort of change your eating patterns and really focus in on your nutrition because you don't have that physical activity to compensate for your nutritional habits. I think all of us are going to experience changes in our bodies and we just sort of have to accept those changes and work with those changes and I think that we can learn a lot about our bodies and about our nutrition and about how our bodies adapt and respond to different stimuli. Some people's bodies um, might deem this stressful period as an opportunity to burn through our fat like crazy, maybe go hyperphagic or hypophagic where we don't really have an appetite, and maybe some of our bodies are going to pile on the fat and keep as much fat as they possibly can as a means for survival. Our bodies are going to change a lot over the next wee while, and I think we really have to accept that. 
Another thing that I think we all can take from this situation is our appreciation and our level of presence when we are with other people. I know a few months ago I made um, that episode titled, let me pull it up. It was all about presence and the power of presence and why being present is so important and so necessary in the society that we currently live in where we are all glued to technology 24-7 and we're all just sort of, I don't know, we're all just sort of attached to our phones and yeah, I just think it's really important that we recognize how present we could have been in specific moments. So the episode is titled, this, Re- this Will Change Your Life, The Power of Presence. And one thing that I think about in terms of this whole situation that's happening right now is the amount of times that I was with people or I was with my roommates or I was with my friends or I was, you know, on the boats with my friends and I just wasn't super present in those moments. I wasn't, you know, fully focused on the friend that is in front of me, the person that is in front of me. I was sort of thinking about what I had to do later, what I was going to eat later, what I was going to, when I was going to study, what I was going to do next. Even, you know, at my job at Patagonia, I'm, I'm super grateful for all my coworkers. They're all so lovely, but I can't help but to think about the amount of times that I was at work and I was thinking about the schoolwork that I needed to do after work or what I needed to do when I got home from work instead of just being truly present in that moment and appreciating the customers that are in front of me, appreciating the mission that Patagonia is working towards to save our home planet, appreciating the coworkers that I'm with instead of just constantly thinking about what next what next what next um even with my friends like the amount of times I've been with friends at the library or friends going out for coffee or going for a walk or whatever it may be and just sort of not being super present and you know scrolling through my phone or you know thinking about other things or sort of wandering or deviating from the conversation that we were having and now sort of realizing the the true value of those moments that has been taken away from us um I think a lot of us have been so hooked on our phones that we haven't appreciated the amazing things in life that are that are around us So we're so hooked on our phones that, you know, when we're on the bus or on the streetcar, we don't even look out to to see the world and to see the beauty and to see people on the streets or we're, we're so incredibly tied to our phones and now our phones are all we have and we're sort of realizing that it's just not working for a lot of us. So I think this is really something we can take away from this situation is when we have people in front of us, our our loved ones, our partners, our family members who we might not be able to see right now, um, maybe setting these phones aside. Because now that we have our phones and technology is the only thing that we have, we're realizing how important those other people and those interactions really are. So that's something I think we can all takeaway from this situation is, you know, when you are with people, when you are doing things, to really be super present in those moments and super appreciative in those moments because you never know when things may change. 
Another thing that I think we can really, really take from this opportunity and learn from this opportunity, and I say this as an opportunity because we've really hit the reset button in terms of economics and the way that we currently do things. And I think that a lot of people are going to move back towards disposables over reusables, and I don't think that's the answer. But I think because we have set the re- we've hit the reset button for a lot of you know economical things, we have the opportunity to make our future a green one. We have essentially a blank slate where we can now decide how we want to do things, the ways in which we want to do them, and the the sort of methods and resources that we do to achieve whatever we need to achieve. I think a lot of the things that we're hitting the reset button on have the opportunity to hit that reset and reset button and give us the chance to do them in an environmentally or sustainable way. I know I'm not making a whole lot of sense right now. (laughs) I can't really like put the words that I'm thinking out into the world very well, but I do think that we have a really big opportunity to do things in a more environmentally sustainable, environmentally friendly, and ethically responsible way. So I don't think the coronavirus is a lesson is a lesson. I don't think that it's a blessing, but I do think that it is giving us a lot of lessons, a lot of hard, cold, true lessons um, that we can sort of take and learn from and try and bring something good out of this situation. So I know that this is all super weird and I know that this episode may be a wee bit negative, but I really just wanted to voice what's going on in my life with the hopes that other people can relate, other people know that they're not alone, and other people know that there are many people going through the exact same thing. I also really wanted to give you guys a wee bit of an update on my life and the things that are happening and I can assure you the rest of like going forward the crazy beautiful life episodes are not going to be focused on the virus I'm really gonna try and stay positive I'm gonna try and make an environment where you guys can arrive and just sort of tune out the rest of the world and we can be super present we can talk about super fun things um and something that I want to sort of hint towards is following my graduation um I'm starting to work on a project for the crazy beautiful life I'm not going to tell you guys what that project is right now because I do want to keep it a wee bit of a secret for the time being Um, but I am working towards something that you guys can physically have (laughs) if that gives you a hint in any sort of way. Um, I know that I am not, I don't have a huge following. I know that I don't have a huge listener platform, but I also know that the people who do listen to my podcast are very loyal followers. And um, I really wanted to create something for the crazy beautiful life that I can sort of put out there and sort of give to you guys so I am working on something really exciting and I'm excited to finish up university and get the ball rolling with that and if you know isolation and quarantine and coronavirus goes on for longer 
it'll actually give me the opportunity to put more energy and more time into this thing that I want to create for you guys. So that's a wee bit of a hint. And last but not least, I want to encourage you guys to do the start of the week check-in. I put up the graphic in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group of just this these journaling prompts to sort of set your intentions and your mood for the week. So I encourage all of you to listen to the prompts that I am about to write down or I'm about to tell you guys, uh, write them down and then answer them moving into this week. So the first prompt is my number one priority this week is dot, dot, dot. I want to do less dot, dot, dot. I want to do more dot, dot, dot. This week I want to feel, to feel this way I will. If I get stuck, I'll remember. So for me, my number one priority this week is to submit a bonus assignment for my women's health class to do well on my stats exam and to study for my women's health exam. I want to do less um, mindless eating and mindless scrolling through social media. My screen time app has told me that I'm averaging like seven or eight hours a day on my phone, which is just not good considering the amount of schoolwork that I still have left to do. So I want to do less social media and I want to do less eating when I'm bored. I want to do more physical activity um, and movement breaks. So I want to run more this week. I want to do more yoga and uh, some more Blogilates videos. This week I want to feel um, motivated, inspired, and really just on a schedule. I want to feel like I'm in a good routine. And to feel this way, I am going to go to bed around 10 or 11 and wake up around 7 or 8. If I can start waking up around 6, that would be amazing. Um, But I'm going to set a more attainable goal and then slowly start waking up earlier again. If I get stuck, I'm going to remember how I've always wished and wanted to have more time to study. I've always wished that the only thing that I could focus on is school and physical and physical activity. So if I get stuck, I'll remember of a time when I dreamed of having more free time and more opportunity to study and focus on the things that I need to focus on. So you guys, I know that things are crazy. I know that there is a lot going on. There's a lot that we can't change. There's a lot that we we can't do. Um, and I, I just want to remind you guys that we're going to get through this time. We are going to FaceTime. We are going to become super close. If I did an Instagram live yoga, would you guys join? Please let me know. Would you come to an Instagram Instagram live yoga with me? I know that everyone is doing Instagram lives and it's super annoying, but a few people have mentioned that it's something that I should do. So if it is something that you guys want me to do, let me know. I'll totally do it. Um, and I just sort of want to leave you guys with a quote to help keep you motivated during this time. You owe it to yourself to become everything you've ever dreamed of being. Thank you guys so much for listening. Keep going. I love you guys, and it is a beautiful life. Bye.